You've come uninvited into our life spring, Komodo. This is our home. We want it back. Warriors! Come out and play! <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Mixed Movie Reviews. And I'm here with my sister Isabel. Hey, how are ya? And my brother Singleton. Hi. <laughs> we had to change our name. Yeah. Why did we have to change our name? Just a bit of an oversight. Because <laughs> uh, there were about 8 billion other podcasts called Mixed Reviews mm-hmm. that... Some of them haven't put out anything since 2012, 2015. A bunch of people started podcasts in 2020 during COVID, and everyone's like, I'm going to make a podcast, talk about life, and <laughs> posted one thing and never posted anything again. So thanks, everybody out there. That's yeah, great. thank you. So this week, we are talking about one of my favorite childhood movies, Warriors of Virtue. What did you guys think of the movie? Do you want us to tell you now or like after we talk about it? I mean, it. just talk about it now. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was... I won't say that it was the most painful movie to sit through. Mm-hmm. Visually, it was appealing, but just like the storyline didn't really make any sense to me. There were a lot of like loose ends that were not tied up. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. You'll you'll kind of get my like my true feeling about it as we discuss. Oh, I'm sure we will. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Isabel? I hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you said at the end of the last episode. I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> I I just don't like this movie at all. Mm-hmm. It might have been because we were kids and you watched it all the time, yeah. and we'd be at the V uh, the VHS store, <laughs> be at the movie rental store, and it's like, oh man, what are you gonna go for, Princess Mononoke or Warriors of Virtue? It's like, <laughs> did not have a lot of choices. Yeah, choices. Of course, me being the youngest, I got into action and kung fu movies pretty early mm-hmm. and this was right up my alley especially with it being fantasy fighting kangaroos and you know this mystical land or whatever why did you get into like because the last movie you picked was a kung fu movie it was Mortal Kombat. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll try to resist that for the next one that i pick <laughs> just to have a little bit of a uh, little bit of um variety yeah, that's the word that I was looking for. <laughs> there you go, I got you. I got you. So yeah, I love this movie growing up. I don't think I love it nearly as much mm-hmm. as I used to. I was telling you guys earlier that the more that I watch this movie, I think the less that I like it. Because <laughs> it's just, I'm I'm just more aware the older that I get of things. Like, when you're a kid, you watch a movie. Like plot, storyline. Yeah, like, like <laughs> things that should matter in, a, in the construction of a movie. So yeah, let's just get into it. This movie was released May 2nd, 1997. It had a budget of $35 million, and at the box office it made $6.5 million. <laughs> I didn't know they released it in theaters. I thought it was a straight to like No, <laughs> I saw it at the um, Northland Mall movie theater. 
with dad probably oh, back in the geez. day. Yeah. It was directed by Ronnie Yu. He's done lots of foreign films and Bride of Chucky and Freddy vs. Jason. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so should we steer clear of those two movies or Um Well, unfortunately I've seen both of those movies. I have too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not that good. Oh, um this movie was produced by the Law Brothers. This is, I believe, their only credit as producers. They are four doctors who had no background in film. <laughs> and you can definitely tell in this movie. They're just four doctors? Like, they got together, like, at a practice, and they're like, we should make a movie. Or yeah. they're just four brothers that are doctors. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you yeah. know what? A regular nine to five is kind of boring. Let's make a movie. Yeah, these... <laughs> the Let's branch out. The root, like... <laughs> This movie is the epitome of like brothers like creating characters mm-hmm. when they were kids and then having the money and manpower, I guess, to make it <laughs> a movie of their characters. Oh, no. So they came up with the idea for the ruse and then decided to make this movie. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, there were like four other producers. I don't know why there were so many producers on this movie, but they don't matter because they're not doctors. Um, And the composer was Don Davis, which I thought was pretty amazing. He's done a decent amount of work, but I mostly recognize him from The Matrix. Oh. He did all of those movies. Mm -hmm. He did all the music for The Matrix? Mm -hmm. Those are... Or the compositions. Oh, okay. But still, great. The other music is Rage Against the Machine and... Anyway, uh, and he also did Jurassic Park three, which is okay. Whatever. I feel like it's a hit or miss. Um, the soundtrack to this movie is so freaking weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty meh. Rock, soul, R and B, and then Irish folk music randomly. Yeah. When? Uh, when they're probably when they get to the, the town. No, it's when um the three ruse are going to Komodo's palace. Oh. And it's like sl- well, it looks slow mo. But they're like running through the forest when it's like at night. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like just randomly. <laughs> oh, it's weird. It's weird. But okay. the actual score for the movie, like when they first introduce the ruse, mm-hmm. is like very whimsical '90s fantasy world. Whoa, where am I? Kind of music. Yeah. But it does it does the job for that. So this movie is starring Angus McFagin who plays Komodo, and he's in Braveheart, Equilibrium, Saw 3 and 4. Yeah, good actor. The main character, the younger boy, uh, Ryan, is played by Mario Yedidaya, who was in Under Wraps. Yeah! (laughs) Jack, which I saw for the first time in 2020. I never watched that movie growing up. I think other than this movie... His most memorable role, role, <laughs> was as random New York kid from James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> oh my god! Are you gonna eat some of your peach? Yep, that is exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so bizarre. We used to make fun of that line. Can we eat some of your peach? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it was like, I have no idea what the shit you guys are No, I know what you're talking about. Okay, cool. Oh, man. I can't do James and Jay and Peach. Yeah. Well, it's a good movie. We'll maybe get there. The character Alicia is played by Marley Shelton, who was in Pleasantville. 
Um, That's why I remember her. Okay, I couldn't. And Planet Terror as the Doctor. That's right. She's pretty dope in that. Yeah, but I think her most memorable role is Wendy Peppercorn from The Sandlot. She's the lifeguard at the pool. That's right. That's right. I also thought you were just (laughs) who Squints is like in love with. (laughs) (laughs) We have two people from Big Trouble in Little China. We have Master Chung, played by Chow Li Chi, and Dennis Dunn, who plays Ming, the uh, Chinese restaurant chef. Mm-hmm. Dennis Dunn is, he he's Kurt Russell's friend. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, what's oh, his name? Oh, Lee. Is it Lee? Are you sure? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Because you're going to be fired. Oh his name God. is Wang Chi. Okay. So yeah, that's uh, that's. I thought it was late. <laughs> you didn't even get one letter right. It's okay. So that's the only thing that I, I remember that. seeing that guy in. This movie also stars a number of people who play the actual warrior characters called Ruse. Mm-hmm. There's only one Rue that really matters, and that's Doug Jones. Yeah. And he plays Yi. He plays is, the young. He's the one who doesn't speak. Yeah. Okay. If you don't know who Doug Jones is at this point, I mean you you, you don't know what movie. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he's been in he's been in so many movies, but you don't he's, freaking know Doug Jones. But he's he's known for being characters who are like just caked in makeup. So you wouldn't recognize his face really. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was in Hocus Pocus, he was Pencilhead in Mystery Men, which I did not know. Oh, yep. <laughs> Pretty much anything Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. He was the um, fun yeah. In Pan's Labyrinth, and he was the... Abe Sapien the yeah, Hellboy. The... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, and he was the And hand... he was the hand creature from yeah. uh, Pan's Labyrinth that uh, freaked everyone out. <laughs> wasn't he also in, um, what is it? Uh, Shave of Water. Believe an Extraordinary Gentleman? I don't think he was in that. I Who would he know. be? Do you remember that movie? I do remember that movie, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Yeah, but... Oh, God. Funny enough, he plays another kangaroo character... In Tank Girl, he's one of the Rippers. What? Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, so he's credited for playing two anthropomorphic (laughs) kangaroo characters. (laughs) That's crazy! Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. And then a special shout out to Lee Arenberg, who plays Mantos, which is one of Komodo's flunkies. Mm. Okay. He plays Pintel in Pirates of the Caribbean, who's the bald dude who hangs out with... Oh, you like him, too. Yeah. (laughs) I did not connect those two people. Mm -hmm. His characters are really fun. Yeah, he hangs out with the character who always has the false eye that's popping out. He's like, Paulie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so there's quite a cast, and I think most of these people have gone on to do a lot better things than this movie. Mm -hmm. This (laughs) is a transition period. (laughs) Yeah. Or a starting point. <laughs> or a starting point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, the plot of Warriors of Virtue is a young boy is transported to a <laughs> mythical land, the mythical land of Tao, where he becomes the center of a conflict between the evil lord Komodo and a group of virtuous warriors known as Ruse. Not only does he help the warriors overcome their conflicts, but he also learns to overcome his own. 
I actually added in that last part. Right. I was so like, wait a second. IMDb was just like, there's kangaroos and there's an asshole little kid, whatever. <laughs> I was like, he doesn't <laughs> learn anything in this movie. Yeah. yeah. I feel bad because we're making fun of a kid. He's not a kid anymore. That's true. He's an adult. Game on. Yeah. <laughs> Game on. We're going to tear you apart. Don't, don't give away too much. Yeah, Start right. at the beginning. Okay. Well, some of my likes for this movie, my first one is Komodo. Because he is fucking hilarious. Yeah. He shouts. All the time. I don't even know what you would call it. It's more like a. It's like he has multi. He's like he has multiple personalities. Mm -hmm. And he hangs out inside of this like giant. It looks almost as if an 80s rock ballad set Mm -hmm. was floating in the middle of a villain's (laughs) lair. Because he has all these (laughs) curtains and like wind blowing around him. Mm -hmm. But. And he has a lot of eyeshadow. He also has a lot of mirrors. He has like that top lip is shadowed. Oh, it's like so his bothersome. His eyelids are shadowed and his top lip has shadow on it too. Yeah. yeah. Very bothersome. So the fights are decent, but they're ruined by the camera work. Yes. Like this movie is notorious for having, I guess you would say, low frame shots of like the fight scenes. Like yeah. the frames per second. Yeah. So the idea is that these low frames make everything look like it's going fast. And dad has dubbed this method kangaroo vision. <laughs> because there's some movies that we've seen over the years where they will use this technique uh-huh. to make things look fast or rushed or intense. Yeah. And dad's just like, oh, kangaroo vision. Because <laughs> this movie uses the hell out of that method. Yeah. And it would have looked so much better if they didn't do that, but they just shot it normally. Yeah, yeah. Ryan, the main character, is really freaking annoying. He just cares about kung fu. Is that fu. one of your likes? Is this still one of your likes? I think you're oh, still no, in your I'm, likes. No, I'm, <laughs> I've I've transitioned over to dislikes right now. Okay, so what, I think you, you said like one, one thing that like? you liked, which is Komodo. Yeah, you like Komodo. Oh, and, and I like else is crap. And I and I like Doug Jones. And Doug Jones, okay. yeah. Yeah. you're fine, Doug Jones. Yeah, we like you. Uh, wench. <laughs> And I think I remember being entertained by this movie over the years, but this time, like watching it, Mm -hmm. I was actually pretty bored watching it. It's pretty slow. The, the fights are really sparse. It keeps doing that thing where it's jumping back and forth between three different sets, like constantly. Mm -hmm. It's like Komodo's palace, freaking master Chung with his fucking beads that keep breaking. (laughs) They did show that scene like three, four times. Yeah. Well, it was important. What? I mean, they wouldn't show it so many times unless like that was foreshadowing to something that was very important that was going to happen. Yeah. Bunch of bullshit. Anyways, <laughs> some fun facts. I have the DVD to this movie. Uh, <laughs> that's a fun that's fact. That's a fun fact. <laughs> that's an embarrassing fact. <laughs> With the special features. Yeah. So I got the behind the scenes cut. You know. So you would think that there would be like a commentary or a special features in general, but there isn't. There's, it just goes into the movie. It's, it's the, movie, not even it's the movies, languages. I think you can just watch the credits. Like that's always an option. Watch the credits. Yeah. Oh, or sweet. it like shows the credits in like okay. a different way. This movie has a special features insert to the DVD oh, that no. has like paragraphs. 
of fun facts. That's lame. Paragraphs of fun facts? Yeah, I was like, wow, this really sucks. <laughs> this is a whole nother level of suck. So it's just a disc dedicated to paragraphs. What? No. No, it's there's... A, it's th- like a paper pamphlet. Yeah. Like oh! It should, like, like I thought it was should, like another DVD. <laughs> it's like, no, someone printed this yeah. out. <laughs> like, it shows the scenes. Um, yeah, it shows the scenes on the back, and then it mostly just talks about how cumbersome the kangaroo outfits were. Like, it was f- a full animatronic head on each of these characters. Oh, I thought it was just prosthetics. No. What? Yeah, there were that full animatronics on the head. There was a huge power pack that they used, like that they wore like a backpack. Mm-hmm. And the mask itself. It's probably so hot. It is. <laughs> and <laughs> the out. mask itself, like it was hard to breathe for the actors in the masks. And so they have they, to jump around and do all these things. Yeah. So. <laughs> Damn. So they all passed out at one point. <laughs> so they could only film for like 45 minutes and then they would have to take a break. And then go through the rigmarole of putting all the prosthetics on. Oh my what? gosh. And that's that's ridiculous. Cost so much to make this movie. Yeah, literally the most expensive thing in this movie were the costumes for the ruse. For the yeah, warriors. It sure as hell weren't the trees. Yeah. And it was <laughs> I saw this. and it was filmed outside in China during winter. So when you see them talking uh-huh. in any outdoor scene, there's always puffs of air. So some of the camera crews, like in the village, yeah, are just in water, like freezing water. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. It, this movie was in production hell, as most movies will be that we talk about in this yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So it's like great idea, but like we we're gonna need real people to like play these characters. Hey, are they gonna be able to breathe? Yeah, I'm sure they will. You know, just in through the mouth or nose. You know. Mm-hmm. But nobody tried this out. They just made these masks and... Yeah. Finally getting into this movie. Yeah. The opening. Those dang beads. (laughs) Those dang beads again. And you're immediately brought into suburban California. The mother's a realtor who never has time to hang out with her kid. Mm -hmm. Which is pretty basic for movies like this in the 90s. Mom's too busy. She's a business lady. I was... was, Also, that pantsuit. The brown pantsuit. I was like, dang, every mom in the 90s, I feel like, had a pantsuit. Mm-hmm. Our mom probably had one. <laughs> she oh probably gosh. did. Yeah. Those chunky heels, and I was like, well. <laughs> yeah. And then we're introduced to Ryan, who's reading a comic in the bathroom, but he's not actually going to the bathroom. He's just chilling in there. <laughs> yeah. And he's reading a comic that has no text. It's just black and white. And it's like a fight scene. Yeah, it's the lamest comic ever. And he's like, yeah, that's the best. But he has all of these <laughs> comics that he loves just strewn across the bathroom floor. Mm-hmm. And he's reading them before school. Yeah. That's it, yeah. So while he's reading, we immediately go into the character Ming, who is... He's making fried rice. <sighs> yeah, he's making fried rice, but he's kicking everything. He's <laughs> punching the air. He's... he's, he's like, it's he's really the most hard to like, uh, Yeah, he's the most <laughs> gymnastic chef you can find. Mm-hmm. He's he's flopping fish around <laughs> like it. He's got to be creating a huge mess for as him. if it's oh, a yeah. sword. Yeah, mm-hmm. kicking the water spigots, just throwing food over his shoulder as if like he's 
vanquishing enemies mm-hmm. behind him. Why is this kid hanging out in a Chinese restaurant? Yeah. With this older man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of weird. There's a lot of things wrong with that cooking scene that I was like, hazard, hazard, hazard. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> where's your certification? You can't be doing this. Yeah. Like, I feel like I get what they're going for with that scene. But when he, when he goes to kick the faucet mm-hmm. of the sink, that's what does it for me. Yeah. I'm like, all of this is unnecessary to begin with. But him kicking the faucet on it doesn't is make any sense. so unnecessary. And it's in like slow motion. And you get, he he's kind of like a role model for Ryan. So he's just like. Why is he a role model for Ryan? I don't know. He's a good chef. Because his, <laughs> I mean... his dad is completely absent from this movie. Are you my dad? Is Bing his dad though? That's what I started. He might be. That's why he sent him on this uh, mystic quest to find the warriors of virtue. Yeah. So Ming is talking about this world that we will slowly be introduced to. And then right after this, I guess he goes to school and he's at the big game. But it's like we never see him actually in school. No. <laughs> like, no it's time for school. Just kidding. You're at a the, uh, restaurant. He's the water boy for the football team. Um, Continued limited budget. Yeah. Because of these costumes. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, you see that he actually has a brace on one of his legs. Mm-hmm. So you get the feeling he, he wants to be out there playing football, but obviously he can't. He's limited. He settled for the <laughs> position of water boy. And then, of course, the asshole jock, you know, mm-hmm. Brad. freaking quarterback. Yeah, Brad spits water on his shoe after Ryan is like, oh, yes. hey, do this and you'll win the game. He's like, thanks, you little shit. And then he spits on his shoe. Yeah. Like, But it's what? just water at that point. Yeah. I get it. I it's, would not want to be It's still on. rude. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, the coach mm-hmm. for the team is Warren Moon, who okay. was quarterback for the Oilers. Oh, like cool. oh was he really? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact. Was that in the was that in the pamphlet of extras? Like no, it was not. No, okay. Just the ruse. <laughs> the just pamphlets the ruse. are just about how the actors almost died yeah. from heat exhaustion. Yeah. And the one and the one thing that I realized about this is this game is during the day. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a Friday game type of thing. Like this is a freshman or a JV game. Mm-hmm. So he's just a douchebag that is not even unlike a varsity team. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, because Ryan's like... Is he in middle school? I don't know, but how often do you see like middle schoolers running like water for like high school football games? I don't know. In high school, brothers of like some of the players... I guess would, would do that. Yeah. It just seems like a really out of place like thing. Yeah. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. So there's random weird shots of the crowd that are like... They're never going to win. What are they going to do? Yeah, their own team is like, they're never going to make it. Their support is not being supported. Yeah. (laughs) Ryan pitches that idea to, hey, do this and you'll win the game. In the middle of the play, uh, Brad changes it, Mm -hmm. goes with Ryan's plan. Mm -hmm. Boom, they win the game. Amazing. And then Ryan's like, no, I want that to be me who's getting cheered for. Mm -hmm. But I'm just the water boy. Because for some odd reason, like, everybody's cheering. Everybody's happy. Mm -hmm. And then he, like, looks back into the crowd at what I can only assume is Brad's girlfriend. Yeah. Then has this downtrodden look on his face. And it goes to the next scene. So when I was first watching this, I thought, 
oh, is this like, is this a motivation or what's going on here? <laughs> Nothing. Don't worry about it. Nothing happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, anyways, Waterboy. Ryan and his friend Chucky are, I guess, walking home. And Brad and his football flunkies, along with the girl that apparently That's Ryan a has one. a crush on. Football flunkies. Um, ride past him. Mm-hmm. And Brad just goes like, stoop! Like, really quick. <laughs> <laughs> like, they almost run over this kid. Uh-huh. He's like, yeah. he already has a limp. He's got a brace on. Mm-hmm. He gave you the winning play. And now you're going to hit him with your bike. Yeah. You're super classy, Brad. <laughs> and, Chucky, and Chucky calls him out. And he's just like, hey, you use Ryan's play. I hope you, you know, let your friends know that that's yeah. the case. Made him yeah. look bad in front of his friends and his girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Through this, you know, Brad's like, yeah, it was a good play. You want to hang out with us? You want to go it's spelunking so in a weird. random cave in our neighborhood? <laughs> it's not a cave, though. Whatever. A sewer? <laughs> it's like a, a water toilet. silo. It's like a water treatment <laughs> it's, a, it's an abandoned water treatment plant. Taylor's never seen an abandoned water treatment plant. Yeah. It's a cave. Yeah. A troll lives there. Whatever. <laughs> but I mean, that seems to be the that seems to be the premise for like a lot of movies around mm-hmm. that time. Some kid that wants to be part of like the cool group. Mm-hmm. So then they say, "Hey, meet us here, and we'll initiate you," which they do in this movie. And then the kid gets into trouble and learns their own self worth. Spoilers. This is what this whole movie is about. <laughs> he has no self worth. <laughs> Pretty much. He wants to be like somebody else and like get all these accolades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Ryan and Chucky agree to meet them. And then as they ride off, I don't know if you guys heard, but Brad says break. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like he would. He's still in the huddle. <laughs> I know, right? Too many hits to the head. <laughs> as he rides his bike away, he says break. And it's just like, that was, was that cool. really necessary to say? <laughs> necessary? Oh, gosh. <laughs> So Ryan goes home. We get an interaction with his mom, who is busy being a realtor and not knowing how to cook a microwave meal. Yeah, doesn't know how to microwave properly. She's immediately just like, ah, just get some food from your Chinese friend who's, I don't know his name, even though you've been there a million times. Yep, yep. She mispronounces Ming. Yeah. But also, I hate when they do this to like, business moms or like working moms where they're like i just forgot how to microwave like really every box has instructions on how to time stuff and they're like i put it in for 18 hours and (laughs) it just came out burnt Mm -hmm. it's like all right i think they're just playing up the she's so she's so busy that she can't take care of the basic needs of her own child which in this moment is when he asks when is dad coming home? Oh, <laughs> and you don't see him the entire movie. Mm-hmm. I never no, see the dad. Yeah. This is the only mention. The only mention of when is dad coming home. He's still out getting cigarettes, Ryan. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> he went up to Bigsby to get cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so a snap. lot of kids in these movies, your parents are not coming back. Yep. Yeah. So, like clockwork, Ryan goes to Ming's restaurant, and he's just walking around during, like, either the lunch rush or the dinner mm. rush. Has to be dinner. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess it would have to be yeah. dinner. But, yeah, he's just walking around this restaurant, like, in the back while everyone's trying to cook food. Runs into, Comes in the I guess, the head trip. chef. Yeah. The head chef slips. Two plates fly out of his hand. And Ming comes in, catches him with his foot so he doesn't hit his head. Mm-hmm. And then catches the two plates, like freaking Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man. Except it's not as cool. And, of course, the head chef, like, brushes it off. Like, yeah, whatever, get back to work. Yeah. Even though what happened literally, like, never happens in any restaurant in real life. No, not at all. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, is, because these two scenes were so close together, mm-hmm. I believe that in the first scene, let me just say, in mm-hmm. the first scene where Ryan is talking with Ming, they're up on these steps, and the entire wait staff and kitchen is stopped listening to Ming's story about these warriors of virtue. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who slips in this scene came in then and says, you know, kind of gets everybody back going. But everybody stops and is listening to Ming. So Ming is kind of like probably the, the head chef or whatever. But now he he gets Ryan. He gives him like an awkward like buddy handshake. Mm-hmm. And then this point, I'm like, why do you live above the kitchen? Yeah. He's like, let me show you something. And then takes this kid upstairs to his room. <laughs> Come to my Inappropriate. room. Inappropriate. <laughs> Inappropriate. Come to my Red room flags. Real quick. Yeah. <laughs> All over the place. Red flags. <laughs> Sorry about it, man. Yeah, so this is the part where Ming talks about his whole life journey mm-hmm. and that he had to learn a certain lesson when he was younger. Um, he gives that whole story about the moth and yep. he broke the moth out, but then it died because he interrupted his journey. That's essentially what Ryan needs to go through. It's like, you need to go on your journey and you know, <laughs> you need to make mistakes, but no one can do this for you except for yeah. yourself. It's also like, <laughs> this is my bedroom. He's sitting on the bed and Ming's coming out from obviously getting changed after working. Cause he has yeah. like, mm-hmm. He has a sweater on, almost like a Mr. Rogers type of vibe. Yep. Sits down on the bed next to him, shows him this book, tells him a story. But the whole time, like at key points in this story, out the window that leads to the kitchen, when he says certain things, this puff of smoke comes up. So it make, it gives yeah. it like this mystical type of presence or mm-hmm. this mystical feeling. And I'm like, you're just living over a kit over a kitchen. Take the said- joy off the heat. <laughs> <laughs> and like, why is this kid up in your apartment above the kitchen where you work? Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of parents that took their children to see this movie were thinking the exact what the same hell thing. Is that kid doing with a grown ass man? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did I bring my son to see? Ming gives Ryan the manuscript to Tao, and he's like, it's it's almost essentially like a never-ending story book pass-off. Because, like, the librarian in that movie was like, don't take that book. But then he takes it, and he's just like, I took that book once. <laughs> <laughs> but how did he get the book? How did Ming get the book? I don't think they talk about it. They don't. Some Chinese <laughs> restaurant dude gave it to him when he came up into his Biden room. Biden up like, to the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like i have this book and you're like all right that was weird yeah no but if you think about it isn't that a main a main like plot point that isn't even discussed how did he get the book like how he got this book to this 
mystical land that Ryan has to be teleported to or whisked away to. It's the only book that can save this this land. And how does this Chinese cook have it? Ancient Chinese secret. Which he actually Which says. He does, he say. does say that. And you're like, mm, it so, not oh age well. So anyways, when Ryan leaves, Ming's like, man, that kid's going to see some shit in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and after this, Ryan and Chucky go to meet Brad and his football flunkies. Gaggle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These kids really Gaggle have nothing better to do. Yeah. Like, his entourage. They, they roll up. They roll up like... Uh, Bargain lost boys on their bikes with the leg, <laughs> you know. Like, it is kind of like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy oh. playing saxophone in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I still believe. It's like, all right. Oh my god. I have a thing about the scene. Okay, so okay. the <laughs> so Brad's talking to the Chucky and Ryan, and he's like, oh we're going to play this game called follow the leader. Mm-hmm. And there's a part where Brad has his hands up and like snaps his hands. A little oh bit. yeah. Flashlight me. <laughs> and then his two friends, obviously at the same time, give him a flashlight in both hands. Mm-hmm. He doesn't snap his hands. We, Alyssa and I were trying to figure out how he even made that noise <laughs> because he just he's just like, it? just like that. <laughs> like, but there's a snap sound, but there's a snap sound. Maybe he just did like a, I don't think he did. Okay. <laughs> we were very adamant about finding this the source of wow. this noise. But it's just like I didn't even notice that. It's it's also just like not cool. Like he's got this like bad boy football player persona and then he does like give me these flashlights. It's like, it's like you guys still have bikes. <laughs> like you're, you're doesn't st- one of you have a car? <laughs> <laughs> it's in the shop. It's in the shop. <laughs> What's in the shop? <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. They're down in this abandoned water treatment plant. I mean, if it's abandoned, water wouldn't be, you know, flowing or rushing the way it is. Yeah, but, you know, there's leaks. Maybe the maybe the cistern filled up. Who knows? That's but, a big-ass leak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they break, but they break in, and they make Ryan be the leader. Mm-hmm. So he's like, we're playing follow the leader. Here's some flashlights. We're following you. But then so, they end up where they need to end up, apparently. I don't, yeah. I don't know. But I don't know. It just is a long hallway that leads to one area. This is also where an inappropriate comment comes in from his friend Chucky, who is yeah. scared and talking about getting out of there. Mm-hmm. Where he's, he's like, like, I don't want to hang out with these little freaking white kids. <laughs> <laughs> this is horror movie stuff. This is, yep. Yeah. Anyways, this is where his friend Chucky says... We don't know what trouble we're going to get into. Mm-hmm. And then he he looks at him and says, and motions with the flashlight. Yeah. Who knows what they're going to do. They're probably going to make hot dogs out of our wieners with meatballs on the side. Which, why even say that? I don't even think I caught it when we used to watch them. No, I, I heard that. Oh. Yeah. I, I was, was like, just... I'm going to use that later. <laughs> and I never did. <laughs> it's just a weird thing. So, I mean, there were, like, inappropriate things kind of peppered throughout this movie. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. So, they get to this swirling area. Mm -hmm. All the wussies meet him at the swirling area. (laughs) (laughs) And there's this rusty pipe going across this, like, cyclone of water. And -hmm. on the other side of the pipe, there's all of these spray-painted names where people made their mark. 
And so Brad's like, make your mark, Ryan, you know, if you want to be with us or whatever. Mm-hmm. Chucky the entire time is like, we don't need to do this. And even some of his friends are like, don't make him do it. He can't. His leg's yeah, fucked he's up. He's like, got a bum leg. He can't just balance on stuff. He lost it in Nam. <laughs> Magic legs. It's like yeah. he can't. Mm-hmm. So Brad's like, I'll meet you on the other side. And then everyone's like, ooh. Which is like not a yeah. threat. I thought you, like, they threatened him all through this. It's like, I thought you wanted him to come here to like hang out, not like make fun of him. Yeah. Well, no, they just <sighs> wanted to make fun of him. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Chucky. You're just mean kids. I hate kids. <laughs> like, the bully trap. <laughs> <laughs> the bully trap. <laughs> so Brad makes it across, of course. Chucky. What? Oh, sorry. He insults everyone, like, on his way over, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they're oh, yeah. like, yeah, do it, right? Like, do it, Brad. Then he's like, shut up, you idiots! It's like, <laughs> all right. You're trying to just pump you up, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So he makes it across, and now it's Ryan's turn, and Chucky's like, he's like, you don't need to do this, you know? Let's make, like, Tom and Cruz. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so gross! And the ride's like, look, he did it. And he's just like, yeah, but you're not him. And everyone's like, oh. And he's like, you're not, so don't do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Like, oh, gosh. But Ryan just read into it as like, you burned me in front of all these upperclassmen. And I'm going to show you that I can be this football star. Because obviously this is on his mind a lot, is like playing football. But he mm-hmm. has this leg issue. To play football, i got to walk across this pipe. Yep. So Ryan is making his way across. Brad informs him that there's this pipe that shoots water out. And he's like, you don't know when it's going to take a dump. And of course, Ryan gets blasted with water mm-hmm. and falls into gets, the cyclone and drowns. To tell. And then the Goosebumps theme song comes on. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> No, so, yeah, he drowns. This movie would be so much better if... (laughs) (laughs) If everything that happened in Tao was just just Ryan's utopian view on society Mm -hmm. going through his mind right before he took his last breath. And it just comes back to him, like, his body getting sucked out of some, like, sewage pipe. That would have been (laughs) so so much better than this stuff right here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. He's my like fault. society. <laughs> I just want to meet the warriors of virtue. We got a floater. Well, it's funny that you say that because that's basically how he pops up out of the water in yeah. the towel. That's true. He's well, you don't really know it at the time, but he's rescued by. Oh my god. Is it Yi Yun or Yang? Jesus. Taylor just blanked out real hard. (laughs) Don't you stop? Yeah, but you see him floating and he's like, he's on top of the water. Mm -hmm. He's passed out on top of the water and he makes it to to the shore. Mm -hmm. So Ryan wakes up. He's like, where am I? Like... You guys need to come out. Stop, you know, hiding from me. Doesn't realize he's in a freaking forest when he was last in, you know, a water mm-hmm. treatment plant. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you guys? It's like, I forgot these metal walls looked like a tree before. It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Really? And can we paint the picture of this place real quick? Mm-hmm. So earlier when I said all the budget didn't go towards the trees, 
these look as if like an elementary school, like a school play, mm-hmm. the backdrop to a school play, paper mache like rolled into bundles to make trees. Mm-hmm. The, yes. the fake ivy and everything over them. They're supposed to be these massive, what I can only assume should mimic redwood trees mm-hmm. in a way. They do not look like that at all. I mean, they never really show the tops of trees. They, there's that one scene where he looks up, but that's all. It's all it's like one weird scene. angle, like computer generated. Mm-hmm. It actually kind of, the way they filmed that part, it reminded me of hackers when they go through the internet where everything's like obscured in like mm-hmm. weird ways. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what are these angles? This is definitely like someone's first project yeah like interesting this will be cool i saw this on another movie this will work <laughs> yeah but the trees move when people bump into them they move mm-hmm. people are thrown against them they move oh yeah yeah these guards <laughs> pop out from behind trees mm-hmm. try to stop him one throws a spear and like tries hit, to kill him yeah which he's like hey hold on Throws a spear, hits him in the book bag he's luckily wearing that just happened to contain the one book that he shouldn't bring back to this land because Komodo's going to get it. He drops his book bag, gets up, runs away, and then boom, an explosion out of the middle of this river pops. Which one is it? Yun. Yun sticks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what she Because he died. The river sticks. <laughs> <laughs> it's Yun. Yun. Pops Yun. So it's like the water explodes. Yun pops out, beats these guys up. Insert any sound of like a comical of like a guard getting hit on the head, like, the like fucking a slide. bonk sound that slide or whatever. Whistle. Yeah, boom. <laughs> like insert any of that stuff. Then just goes away. You can see like a little bit of him. Mm-hmm. Ryan comes face to face with a shadow, stares at him for a good ten seconds, then yells and runs away. Okay. Right. Yeah. So that's when he realizes that his leg works. Yeah. Starts playing by himself. <laughs> <laughs> imitating a football game. And then is tackled by the dude. What's he in? What's that show? Twin Peaks. Yeah, he's the he's the smaller dude in Twin Peaks. He like jumps on him from like a treetop yeah. and starts choking him. Yeah. He's like, you little son of a bitch. It's like, you're the little son of a bitch. You're a newcomer. He calls him a newcomer. Yeah. Everybody who floats into but this. But he doesn't place. even like really choke him. He's like just grabbing his jaw and like squishing his face together. Yeah. He's like, get off me. Yeah. It's like, what's happening? And then a knife comes out of nowhere yep. and pins him to a tree. And then that's when Alicia comes out on a skateboard just kind of sliding yep. out it's just like that's right who are you where you come from it's, he's just like I, I, there was a river and it, I, there were guys and she's like okay you're not making any sense i'm gonna take you to my town and like grabs him and then just does some freaking crouching flies. tiger it just flies away just flies <laughs> away mm-hmm. while leaving mudlap that's his name mudlap yeah just leaving him pinned to the tree Oh, yeah, but he's still trying to get, like, money. Like, he's obviously, like, a scavenger or, like, someone who does something for money. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> not a like anybody who has a job. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, like, hanging on the tree, and he's, like... What's he doing? <laughs> he's, he's hanging, hanging off on. of the tree. Oh. 
Oh, Alves <laughs> got him. But he's like asking for money. Like, and you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, he's like money for my troubles, but he's stuck to a tree that I don't know how he got down. He can't push himself off of that tree. But getting back to the who is like Alicia? Like, do you ever find out who that who she is? She's just one of the townspeople. townspeople. One of the people. Okay. Yeah. But she obviously has like powers and stuff like that. She like, flew away. Yeah. yeah. They don't okay. they don't cover anything. No. Yeah, character development in this movie is not its strong focus. Mm-hmm. The henchmen that attacked Ryan earlier show up back at Komodo's lair and were introduced to Komodo. Mm-hmm. I remember a few years ago. Um, watching this movie and realizing that one of his henchmen was the guy from Pirates of the Caribbean and uh-huh. I like, flipped out about it. So cool. And I was like, what do those other pe- other two henchmen do? Oh, nothing. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so they show up at Komodo's lair. You get the first quotable line from Komodo. Oh, so cool. Um, he's just like, I smell fear. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Yells at this guy trying to just Did give him a say, book. You know what? Yeah. Why does he say that? That's a good question. You know what? He's <laughs> like, all right. So he likes to talk a lot. Yes. And he barely makes any sense whenever he talks. This guy's on acid. What is he talking about? Because <laughs> I don't know half the time what he's talking about. The guard that threw the spirit Ryan. That is bringing him the book bag. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if they know what a book bag is here. Mm. He kills him. Yeah. He drops him down. On, again, another villain's shaft <laughs> in their freaking lair. Mm. Opens doors. The guy just goes away. Why'd he kill him? I think he failed. But how? He but brought... we don't even know what the mission was. Yeah. It's not it's to like get you, Ryan you because failed. they never knew he existed. Yeah. He's just like, thanks for the book, nerd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See you later. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Right into the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. But when you're talking about like um, quotable lines, before he drops this guy, doesn't he say something along the lines of fear is nothing, life is pointless? He's just, it doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. what he's saying. Yeah. And the guard is listening to what he's saying. He's like kind of nodding in time, but you can tell he has that look on his face. It's like, I have no idea what you're saying right now. It's like when you're being like scolded by a professor and mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, sure. But you're also like, <laughs> why am I here right now? Be like, <laughs> I get it. This is one class. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. So when Komodo, when we were first introduced to him, like mm-hmm. he comes in this like weird egg shaped carrier or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that there's just mirrors all around like mirrors all around him yeah. he's looking at himself he's just like looking at himself so one he's probably on drugs and he's just staring at himself in mirrors and you're like okay this is our bad guy this is our villain mm-hmm. yeah. he's, he's very self-indulged mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's he's ridiculous so he finds the book and realizes that he can't read it he needs the newcomer to translate the book for him or to have the writing show up because it's just blank. Mm-hmm. And that's when the scene changes to Al- Alicia. Alicia. Oh my God, I keep it's very hard to say her name and it should just be like Alicia. Nope. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> that's even worse. It should be like 
Allison or Alice or Alyssa, like something where it's like, why did you have to do like Alicia? Mm-hmm. Like, oh. So Alicia oh, Keys yeah. is in the boat with Ryan. <laughs> and <laughs> she's essentially just talking about where he is mm-hmm. and the plot of the movie and what's going on. She's like, Komodo's looking for this stuff called Zubrium. Gives him power, gives him strength, keeps him young and mm-hmm. strong or whatever. Uh, and the warriors are protecting, but they're kind of broken up at the moment because Yun killed somebody. Which they don't kill anyone. Yeah. They're not supposed to. Like yeah, this entire su- movie, they don't really kill anyone. So okay. it's just like blatantly good and then you have blatantly bad. So she's like, yeah, we're protected by warriors. And then Ryan is immediately like, warriors? Kung fu? It's like, <laughs> she didn't even He's say like, kung fu. Buzzing. Like, He's like, zing. <laughs> Like, like my comic books that look terrible. Ugh, so I've been waiting all my life for this. <laughs> so they show up into the town. Everyone's in a panic. Just you know, common beggars. Just <laughs> <laughs> everything's gonna resort back to that. But before, before the beggars, before the beggars, <laughs> when he's like, "Oh, what do they look like?" and she's like, "Ruse," and I was like, "Yeah, why did she just say like if Ryan's from like an outside world?" Mm-hmm. And you say ruse, it'd be like, okay, maybe kangaroos, but is it like something else? It's like, oh, we're just, we just have like half human, half animal creatures just roaming around. Yeah. That's cool. That's and fine. in the lore, it's spelled R O O Z. Ew! Oh, gosh. Why 90s? The Law Brothers were like, let's add a Z to that shit. <laughs> the ruse. Oh. S's are so boring. So everyone's in a panic, everyone's scared of. <laughs> Komodo coming to the life spring and destroying it. Because and... if the life spring, if Komodo comes and like siphons off the life spring, the town dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Why? sucks. Why is that? It just, it's keeping the town going? Yeah. I don't it's like an energy source. Okay. That's basically what it is. I feel like um, all gotcha. fantasy movies have like, this is our power source. This is how we live. And you're like, really? Like, what is empowering? Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. You don't know. That's what causes things to grow. Be like, isn't that dirt, water, and sunlight? Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. This is where we meet Master Chung, right? Yes. So everybody's yelling at this guy because they're like, the warriors are broken up. And yeah, like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Yeah. Who's going to protect us? Which mm-hmm. I'm like, put some weapons together. Like, stand up for your village. You don't have to rely on just like four martial arts people. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you're already creating a horde of people. Like, yeah, <laughs> just march over to his castle and just like bang on his door. <laughs> hey, go away! <laughs> go away! Go away! <laughs> oh. They show these two characters, Mosley. And Wooly Beast. Nice. Which are an anthropomorphic rhino and water buffalo, yeah. Yeah. Um, the rhino does not speak English for some reason. Oh, Everyone it? else in this town ta- no, he's just like Yeah, basically. Yeah. He it's like a made up language where it like it goes to him real quick and his line is some gibberish. <laughs> what if it's like a serious actor? He's like, My character doesn't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> I was in King Lear. <laughs> So yeah, we're introduced to Master Chung. Yeah, so many unnecessary shots in slow motion mm-hmm. of him like walking and like you were talking about, he was like, what was he doing with his cloak? He just smoothed out the front of his cloak. Yeah. And there's another slow motion shot of Ryan approaching 
in the boat looking up at what I can only assume is Master Chong talking to the village, it's a two-second shot in slow motion. It doesn't make any sense. No reason. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah, and Master Chong's like, can I see the book? You know, it'll help us a lot. And Ryan's just like, I don't know. Can you show me the warriors? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the leader of this village like, pretty I, much I, is, <laughs> is asking for the one thing that can save their village. Mm-hmm. He doesn't let these people know that he doesn't have the book. So he's running like the long grift on him so to get weird. what he wants. I want to see these warriors. Show us the book. Uh, show me the warriors first. And then I'll show you the <laughs> he's book. like trying to panhandle. He's, like, he's just like, I can't believe my fate rests in the hands of this little ship. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Oh my gosh. So he asked to see the warriors, and then Master Chung takes him to see the warriors. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's like a 10 minute scene of them just showing the warriors. Yeah. What they can do, and like how they fight, and stuff like that. And they're starting. The warriors are certain elements, too. Mm-hmm. Like, a big thing about this movie is, like, elements. Mm-hmm. Elements it, of nature. Uh, so, yeah. go on. Elements of nature. Break it down, Taylor. Okay. So, Lai is the wood guy. Is <laughs> the wood guy. Chi is the fire guy. Okay, all right. Fire guy. <laughs> <laughs> fire guy. <laughs> Sun is the female Rue who's... Yep, only one of those. Well, it's funny because there's wood and happens. earth, mm-hmm. which has always baffled me because I'm like, wouldn't wood just kind of be a part of the yes. part of earth? Yes. Wouldn't but, earth be like an all-encompassing nature element? Yes, yeah. that's 100% true. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a little nicer. When they're saying earth, it's really like soil. And then Yi, my favorite, is the warrior who wields metal Mm -hmm. so he has this sweet like hula hoop made out of metal and he like throws it and it's like magnetic or something because it just curves randomly why is that he your favorite what why is he your favorite (laughs) he just looks sweet and the fact that he doesn't talk makes him even sweeter but he just makes grunts he's like at least it's not like Komodo was <laughs> like when he's they start- all just have gravelly voices. It just sounded it's- like Batman. Also, where's Rachel? <laughs> You're like, wait, wait. This is one of the voices for the kangaroo. He's like, right, sucker, did you shit? Oh like, all gosh. right, sir. Tell me where Komodo is. Slapping around one of his henchmen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Pray to me. <laughs> Do I look like a kangaroo? <laughs> oh. So, so that's fun. So we yeah. should have wrote this movie. <laughs> so yeah. they're they're sparring, mm-hmm. showing off their talents, and then some random arrows from Chi like start flying at Ryan and Master Chung, and Master Chung's like, "I'm not ready." For some reason, <laughs> he and then goes that? like, and then he goes like, <laughs> and then jumps off this awning that they're on, catches the arrows, puts them out in the water, and then like tippy tap toes across the water. Yeah. Wood, fire, earth, metal, water, no wind. Yeah, probably would have been a very appropriate element in this movie since there's so much wind around. Everybody's hair is blowing. There's plenty of like punch dust flying off of people. No wind. I'm sure if I was a kid and I thought of that, like, why isn't there a wind one? I probably would have drawn a wind one. 
Like, that seems like something I would probably have done as a kid. Stay tuned for some fan art. <laughs> Coming for Taylor real soon. <laughs> so, Ryan meets the the ruse. Oh, I can't, uh, whatever. Stupid ruse. <laughs> Ryan meets the ruse and lets them know that he doesn't have the manuscript anymore. It was in his backpack. They're like, what's a backpack? Because whatever. Yeah, that shows that they're different. Yeah. So, yeah, after they talk about the manuscript, it's later at night and Alicia and Ryan start talking about uh, Yun a little bit and that he killed someone again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, she's like, this is, <laughs> this is war. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is war, Peacock. <laughs> Alicia basically talks about how her entire family is dead mm-hmm. and that her brother most recently died. It was. It's just a really boring, depressing conversation that they have. Uh-huh. Ryan is friend zoned. She's oh, like, Ryan is I wrote that down zoned. and yes. highlighted it. She's like friend zoned hard. Yeah. She's like, you're such a great friend. Yeah. Or I found a. Or I, I found, found a great, great friend. friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sorry, Ryan. Man. Mm-hmm. Hand on the shoulder at all. How did they get back out into the forest? They were walking after that. Yeah, which I they thought it a, was like nighttime. I thought they were ready for like going to bed. And right. then you're like, and now it's the middle of the day. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, they, they he, were, she was like, w- he starts talking about his leg. She's like, well, what would you do if, if it were normal? I'd play football. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I get it, kid. Yeah, <laughs> I you get like it. football. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So they go to these ruins. Mm-hmm. They're talking. Two what? Ruins. ruins. Oh, no. Two O's and a silent Z. <laughs> she brings up that he killed somebody and then then Ryan's like whatever people die all the time (laughs) (laughs) and she's like it was a life and he's just like I'm sorry I didn't whatever and then he gets kidnapped by spider lady Mm -hmm. yeah which I thought she was a cat growing up and then you see her cape it's got spider webs on it Mm -hmm. I just put down lady destroyed (laughs) that makes sense because she like she does the whole hand flip and claws come out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> That's why I thought she was a cat, because she kind of hissed in some weird ways. Yeah, what spider has claws? Yeah. <laughs> Ryan is kidnapped, and they're taking, they're starting to take him away, and Mantos, the one of Komodo's henchmen, notices that Yun is just chilling in the forest. Mantos, the fresh maker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. I'll keep that in. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Mad Toast, the fresh maker. <laughs> She's so happy with herself. It was good. It was good. It was good. Mantos okay. starts goading on Yun. He's like, where's your sword? Have you killed anyone today? Like, Yeah, just like really making fun of him. Just coming out at him hard. Like, and he's like, Arr. no, but now I'm going to. So they get into a fight. And this Nobody is can f- find Yun. Right? Yeah, and he's, he's just chilling in the he's forest. He's just chilling in the he's forest. Like 20 they just minutes come upon to the him. South. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting there. Yeah. Okay. So they're fighting. Yun kicks all of their asses. Mm-hmm. Doesn't kill him. No, doesn't kill him. Not this time, anyways. Yeah. And so he's about to just jump off somewhere. And Ryan's just like, no, nah, man, you got to come back and help the warriors. And he's just like, you understand. And then Ryan convinces him somehow just by yells yelling at him. at him. He calls him like uh, a quitter or something. A quitter. I'm a quitter. <laughs> and you're like, calm 
down, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, in my in my notes, I wrote Ryan yells at a PTSD Rue, shames him into coming back. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh jeez! Yeah, and this is the first example of like a decent fight scene that was completely ruined by this Rue camera. Rue vision. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's just. It would be cool, but you can bear, it's blurry and you can't see anything. I do want to say that the people in the Rue costumes, mm-hmm. like when they're training, they know their stuff. Oh, yeah. Like doing the moves and whatnot, whether, you know, I don't know what uh, martial art it was, but they know their stuff and they know how to use these weapons, which it looks really cool. Again, the way that it's shot ruins some of that experience watching them actually go through a fight scene. Mm-hmm. Which, unfortunately for this movie, just kind of detracts from everything. Just takes away. So. Yeah, yeah. So Yun makes it back to town. All the beggars are happy. <laughs> Everyone's happy that they're all back because you know four of them couldn't do anything without the one. Yeah. So whatever. It's like they're all <laughs> useless until this one guy comes back. Yeah. Well, I guess technically he is the leader, so I guess that would be a problem. So yeah, right after. All the warriors are together and they salute. We immediately go into the most bizarre shot in this movie, which is a pan down at Komodo's lair mm-hmm. of a chained up monkey person chanting, singing. I have no idea what the hell he's doing. What's that sound like? <laughs> and that is literally it. It immediately goes to a shot of Komodo laying down. Yes. I paused that so many times and was just like, I mean, I remember being a kid and being like, what the hell was that about? <laughs> no one knows what that noise is. Like I he, mean, it's obviously chanting, yeah, but it's, it's just like, yeah, it's definitely very just different. And you're mm-hmm. like, wow, that was real loud. So Komodo is holding on to the manuscript and talking to his general about his plans with it. So Zubrium is running out in this world. Mm-hmm. And once the energy is gone, he will cease to be powerful. So he wants to go to the outside world. And he's going to use this book to do that. This is the only time this is ever mentioned in this movie. Mm -hmm. Like that message is strewn about in his freaking mystical, like wordy monologues. Do not think thoughts. Oh yeah, do not (laughs) think thoughts. Do not think thoughts. (laughs) You can be destroyed. Your armies can be destroyed. It's like, man. He's a terrible character. I would hate to be under him, like, as, like, an underling. Yep. An underling. (laughs) (laughs) He's very hot and cold. You're like, is he going to kill me today? Or is he going to, like, say, like, hey, you did a good job? Yeah. Because he does that. (laughs) Is he going to screech at me? Is he going to screech at me? Is he going to screech at me? Yeah. So, goes back to the life spring. Mm-hmm. I think Chi says, patience is not my virtue, which is funny. A little bit. So, they're essentially planning to... I just got that. Get the manuscript back. A few of the kangaroos are... Or excuse me, ruse. Are plotting to get the manuscript back from Komodos. After the battle plan, you find out that Alicia is a traitor. Mm-hmm. She's at Komodo's palace letting him know about the ruse plan. The entire time, he's, like, peddling his Jesus juice in front of her. Okay. Like, do you want a drink? 
I think you have a thing for the newcomer. Ugh, <laughs> so weird. He's like 40 and she's like 19. Yeah. <laughs> and the newcomer's like 12. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of weird stuff going on. So Mudlap tricks Ryan into thinking that he actually has a manuscript. So Ryan runs off with Mudlap into the forest. Mm-hmm. And he's captured by General Grillo, who's mm-hmm. Komodo's like direct underling or whatever. Yeah. And Master Chung saves him. And it's just like, don't you remember you used to be good? And he does some, like, pressure point shit yes. to, like, stop him and freeze him and stuff, mm-hmm. which is cool. It's just cool. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's cool pretty good. I mean, it is, yeah. <laughs> but that entire scene is in that kangaroo vision. Like, Yes. And there's no reason for it to be. No. There isn't. And especially when it's windy and there's, like, leaves blowing everywhere. Yeah. There's, like, so much shit going on. I mean, I wish... I I wish we could show a clip of that, but it's you just have to watch the entire movie <laughs> and pick out what is kangaroo vision. Your eyes yeah. will You'll be know when you after see it. that yeah. movie. You'll have a headache. So yeah, Chi, Yi, and Yun go to Komodo's palace to try and get back the manuscript. Mm-hmm. And there's a sequence of them running and like jumping through the forest, which is kind of cool. And that's like the only instance of their movement being cool and like jumping and running fast and shit mm-hmm. like that yeah oh and that's when the like irish celtic like music comes out <laughs> sail away like, comes on <laughs> <"Sail away." laughs> oh, so the three roofs show up to the palace and the manuscript is just chilling out in the middle mm-hmm. of the area or whatever and they're like that's it's a trap <laughs> and they're like it's too easy and then ye Goes to grab it, like, and it just it. and it just turns into smoke, and all three of them are captured and suspended above the the pit that the one dude dropped in earlier. Mm-hmm. And Komodo comes out laughing and ha, 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 and big yeah. his weird self, and he's talking about turning them into kangaroo stew and yeah, it's real weird. Adding all the ingredients and Grillo shows back just up. really taunting them. Yeah, in general. Oh yeah, yeah. it just it reminded me of like. Um, What's that cartoon character? Elmer Fudd? Yes, yeah. Elmer Fudd. When he's like describing how he's going to cook uh, Roger Rabbit. <laughs> that's how I felt. Okay. Nope, Bugs that's the wrong <laughs> <laughs> Well, because he was describing how he's going to make kangaroo stew, which, okay. Are you talking about Elmer Fudd still? <laughs> no, I'm talking about Because Elmer Fudd him. never made kangaroo stew with Roger Rabbit. No, dang my brain needs to restart. <laughs> Powering off. Shutting down. But no, he's like describing. Um, oh, he's like, yeah. Describing with this. And, all and that then stuff. I can't remember who says something to him. He's like, blah, blah, blah. We'll get you. And mm-hmm. he Komodo pauses. And then he's like, then I'll add him to the stew. And you're like, ew, you're eating people now. <laughs> it's just really strange. Oh, yeah. That's when General Grillo comes in and tells him that Master Chung stopped him. Yes. And he's like, Chunga. Chung, chung. Yeah, why? Why? And that's when he's just like, and I'll enjoy your life spring for dessert. And then Young goes like, no. And he's just like, yes. <laughs> I don't know. He had to have been on something during filming this. Or yeah, someone he's on was that like, life spring juice. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All the juice. Hey, it's <laughs> Read the words. <laughs> Read up. <laughs> okay. It's very strange. Yeah. So, so the bruise are still kind of held up in these chains, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Drop them." 
So they drop down this pit, and you get to see what's in this pit. Yeah. It's a bunch of styrofoam blades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a giant, like, bladed fan at the bottom. At the bottom. It looks like a giant blender. Yeah, like, I mean, what that's it looks like. <laughs> what, what it's supposed to be, yeah. There's the most up-to-date bullet blender at the bottom of this shaft. And the ruse are hanging on by what looks like a headband. Your favorite guy breaks out his metal hula hoop, Mm -hmm. stops the fan blades, and they spring to safety. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Through the side of this shaft. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Maybe it's a giant um, garbage disposal. Because oh. it has like that little offshoot that comes out the side where all the water gets washed away. That's where all the dead body parts and stuff go. That's the tunnel that they use. But anyways. Mm-hmm. And so the next scene is Master Chung talking to Ryan about, I don't know, being a man or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is when Komodo shows up mm-hmm. and Master Chung and Komodo face off. Which... Crouching Tiger hitting Dragon is a pretty decent fight. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But Komodo starts it off by going, and like like flying, I guess? Yeah, I guess he flies. So Komodo (laughs) has has comparable powers to Master Chung, I would assume. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they're evenly matched. They're flying through the ruins of Tao, and Komodo has this huge sword that he just materializes, really. Yeah. It's pretty cool how he, like, pulls it out because he does, like, his cape, like, whipping around, like, some summoning move, I guess you mm-hmm. would say. And it's, like, the most ostentatious, like, bad guy sword ever. It's, like, super curved. It's it got almost, multiple points on it. Yeah, it looks like a scimitar, mm-hmm. but it's, like, super long. And it has this weird, like, bladed end, like, on the top of it. Yeah. Like, it's just absolutely ridiculous. That's assuming... That all swords have a bladed end on the top of it. Well, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Master Chung is just like, oh, fuck that. And he pulls out just like a twig from the ground. He and he starts off a piece of grass. And he starts fighting him with that. Yep. <laughs> He's like smack smack in your face. <laughs> and the entire time, it's the kangaroo vision. And you mm-hmm. can't tell what the hell yeah. is going on. Um, Ryan freaking gets his foot trapped. And, like, (laughs) a weird spot and is trying to get it out. And Komodo's like, oh, I'm going to kill that little kid. Master Chung decides to uh, sacrifice himself. Mm -hmm. So Master Chung is killed. But there's this weird moment between him and Komodo where Komodo crawls up to him. He almost seemed like he was, like, injured by killing him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so he's just like, I'm in hell. What do I do? And he's just like... You're a bad guy. Stop being a bad guy. And then dies. Yep. <laughs> so Komodo captures Ryan because he still has his dumbass foot stuck in the little, yeah. like, whatever little spot that he tripped in. At the same time, the Lifespring town is being attacked by Komodo's soldiers. Mm-hmm. And that's when Lai and Sun drop in and are fighting them. But then she gets kind of like... I think she gets like backhanded or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the townspeople are being like either killed or round up. Yeah. But you don't see people soldier. getting killed. That's the no. thing. There's and a moment where a bunch of soldiers like raise their weapons and then like 
as they're like dropping them into like a bunch of people that are on the ground, mm-hmm. they like switch to a shot of like family screaming. Yeah, so you know, it's like kinda, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the ruse come in, save people, but there's too many soldiers, and then Mantos, the fresh the maker. fresh maker. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't think of that. That's, That's like so like perfect. He's just saying stupid rules, and then she throws a flower into his mouth because that's a ninja star for her. Yeah, that's what she does. Yeah. So Ryan is in Komodo's bed. Yeah. Which is that's a way to start off the scene. This is the second time <laughs> covered in satin sheets. It's <laughs> the second time he's been in some strange man's bed. Mm-hmm. Why? Ryan, you gotta Why do they film it like this? Stop saying yes to candy. <laughs> so yeah, Ryan wakes up to Alicia being like. Ryan, I'm trying to help you. And he's just like, why are you dressed like a hoe? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I feel like for the most part, the outfits in this movie are pretty bland, pretty typical. But when it gets yeah. to like Komodo's world, it's like, let's just dress them like they're a whole Very bunch of circus. Yeah, oh, like yeah. circus clowns and stuff. And you're like, I her outfit, I was like, that's cool. That's a dress. Mm-hmm. But then you realize it's a pair of pants and it bothered me. It's like someone I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it's <laughs> like someone made this extravagant top with like really long flowing like pieces of fabric and then just like put Those like black leggings on her. <laughs> I was like <laughs> I was like, all right, so they ran out of a costume budget. Uh-huh. It's fine. But yeah. What kind of shoes do I wear with this? No, you're just running around in your bare feet. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just slapping everywhere. <laughs> just slapping bare feet. Yeah, she's essentially trying to make Ryan see that, you know, she's actually still a good person or yeah. whatever. He's like, no, you're a traitor. Jumps out of the bed, but totally fucking eats shit. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that, but no. he the the shot the overhead shot of him getting out of the bed and her running around to meet him, uh-huh. he like falls out <laughs> well, of the bed, bed and he's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that bed suspended like five feet in the air, yeah. like in yeah. the middle of a room, like yeah. no one's jumping off that. Mm-hmm. Can you and imagine so, that's your bed in the morning. <laughs> oh my, you forget that you're five feet off the ground. <laughs> Where's my ladder? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Alicia attempts to stop Ryan. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, she's like, the ruse killed people. You know, they went against their words. So I guess that's why I'm... Yeah. Yeah. And the soldier that Yun killed was her brother. So that's why she's evil. And he's like, I don't give a shit. You're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's that's when Komodo shows up and scares Ryan. They just scream at each other. Ah, ah! Looking for me. <laughs> yeah, he's it's just another. It's so weird. So, this is the moment when uh, Komodo is trying to get Ryan to read the manuscript because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he wants to know how to get out of here or stay powerful or whatever. Jeez. So, <laughs> Ryan can't read it. Jeez. No text shows up in the book when he's looking through it. He like mm-hmm. opens the pages and Komodo's like, read the words. Well, yeah. he's and halfway across the room at that point. Yeah, he's, like, he's gesturing yeah, he's so at him. Away. Komodo's gesturing at Ryan to read the words in this manuscript. Mm-hmm. Read them. <laughs> read them. <laughs> and what does Ryan say? What's his comeback? Ryan, with no text from the book, just says, shit happens. And then Komodo says shit 
And then Ryan's happens. And then everyone keeps saying shit happens. There's no point of it, that being a thing. No. Catchphrase of the 90s. Maybe shit yeah. happens. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's a thing that goes on for way too long. And Komodo realizes that he can't read the book. And he's about to kill him. <laughs> then Alicia stops him by like summoning one of her cloak sleeves yeah. to like grab his wrist and he turns around and she's like no yeah which and i think is a yeah spider spider lady. bat woman whatever <laughs> just straight up stabs her in the back with, with her, her claw fingers yeah and you see her bloody fingers and i'm like whoa <laughs> <laughs> and alicia is just dead immediately yeah and then Komodo gets angry and I guess kills her too. Yeah, but you don't know. Like it's like screaming. it's just a wall. She, yeah, she like he like screams and she like flies back from the scream and hits a wall and then you never see her again. Yeah, she's dead. Okay, cool. And then he puts her in his bed and it's just like all sad. Bye. Like, here's <laughs> He's my, like gonna go kill some. Here's my giant suspended acorn bed or whatever. Like <laughs> <laughs> It's a walnut. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, a walnut. More reasonable in size. Um, so at the same time, Ryan is making his getaway. Mm-hmm. He He's out in the main, like, I don't know, auditorium or whatever. Okay. Of, the, of Komodo's lair. And Mosley and Wooly Beast are... <laughs> what? It's I like, just like that they're in a castle and he's got an auditorium. <laughs> like, I, well, again, <laughs> his throne his, room. Like, ma- there we go. There we go. Perfect. His, his multi-purpose room. <laughs> just thinking of an auditorium from like high school or something. Like, oh, this is my auditorium. Got we put up plays and orchestras. He just goes in. Here. He's like, quiet side. <laughs> quiet coyote. Quiet coyote. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Sorry. So Ryan's trying to make his escape and he sees Mosley and Wooly Beast being brought in by some of the soldiers. Yep. And he's like, help me. And so they're just like, oh, we forgot that we're giant fucking animal characters and yeah. can just break through everyone mm-hmm. and everything. And so Ryan starts running around like he's running a play. You know, in a football oh game. This is his football moment. Yeah. Yep. And he He's like, got his blockers. He like jukes some soldiers. Oh. He's like, right, left, right, left. He escapes. Mm-hmm. Mosley and Wooly Beast are still there and they're just like, see you later, kid. And it's like. Even though they could just escape. Like, yeah. they could literally free that entire town in a matter of seconds. Well, maybe that's why they stayed because they were going to go and get the other people that were in prison. Yeah, okay, maybe. He's free. He's free. Ryan goes to the woods and cries <laughs> like the next minute. Cries like a little bitch. He. <laughs> cries so hard like i remember Hoodie you, hood pulled up just at the base of a tree i remember i remember you laughing about that a lot. <laughs> like growing up his like hood's so like pointy yeah. it's so Go far away, over <laughs> and you're like i know you're not crying you are a terrible actor like so mudlap shows up and is trying to comfort ryan for some odd reason <laughs> Yeah, like his, it's his redeeming quality. It's like he screwed Ugh. Ryan over, and then he's like, "I'm sorry, man." I'll give you this fucking watch like, back. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, everyone around you is dying. Here's your watch back. Yeah. <laughs> so Ryan is, or actually, before that, apparently at some point Komodo 
immediately made his way to the life spring Mm -hmm. and it's now dead it's all gray and dusty no water and he's sitting in master and he's and he's sitting in master chung's chair and he's just like find them and they're like we can't find them and he's just like we'll find them and they're like okay (laughs) (laughs) that's literally what transpires with their conversation it's like because yeah it's great. Oh, and then, so Ryan is now at the ruins where Master Chung is covered in flowers. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to read the manuscript, but he can't. He's in his dire moment where he needs to learn a lesson. And he learns how to defeat Komodo. There's an energy source called... Is it Chi? No, that's his freaking name. Oh, there's positive and negative Kung. Okay. Yep, got it. So, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not even going to try. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck it. No, I... Whatever. He finds out how to defeat Komodo. Uh-huh. Through some way he, at the last minute. So, so earlier, when Komodo killed Master Chung, he was uh-huh. weakened. Yep. So, Ryan's like, oh, I need to have him kill me. So he can be weakened, and then the warriors can defeat him. Uh-huh. That's essentially what's going through his head. The next scene is Komodo chilling in the life spring, and then all the warriors show up mm-hmm. and are like, we're going to kick your ass. And then Komodo goes like, and then turns into five Komodos. So uh-huh. each of the warriors are fighting a Komodo with yep. his badass crazy like evil scimitar or whatever it's called a sword whatever it looks like a scimitar okay so they get their asses kicked Mm -hmm. oh my gosh is it weird that i'm like really ready to be done talking about this (laughs) (laughs) just give a quick synopsis like just give a quick synopsis of what happens like the warriors fight komodo like there's the potential for a great fight scene (laughs) it's your fucking movie i know (laughs) i'm so sick of talking about it already so there's a potential great fight scene, but again, it's ruined by the camera work, mm-hmm. the low frames, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, the Rue vision. So the fight scene seems as if it would be really cool because all five Rues are fighting at the same time and they're all fighting like a copy of Komodo, but it's blurry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't focus in on any one thing. Oh, no. So, so yeah, Ryan essentially has to sacrifice himself to give the warriors a chance to defeat komodo Mm -hmm. yes so they go back to the fight ruse are getting their asses kicked and for some reason they're focusing on four of the ruse Mm -hmm. and then they finally show yun and komodo fighting like after five minutes yeah or something and so they have a final confrontation where all of the copies are defeated and then what is it Master Chung shows up, and it's just like, uh, Yun's just like, tell me what to do, I don't know what to do. And he's like, you can go to hell. And it's, oh, it was, it was Komodo the entire time. So he's like, about to kill him. And then Ryan shows up, and he's just like, I took your book. And he's just like, you I'm, looking for this bitch? Got yeah. it. <laughs> he's like, I took your book. He's just like, I'm your friend. And he, he says something back to Komodo that Komodo said to him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm your friend or whatever. And Komodo gets pissed. 
shoots like a wind rocket at him and like blows his ass up. Yeah. <laughs> but then because of how Kung positive and negative Kung works, mm-hmm. he gets weakened. And that's when the warriors do their freaking captain planet mantra. Yep. And the, I guess, <laughs> so true. I guess so just true. become energy. They're supposed to and fight then, as one, but like they don't fight him. Mm-hmm. They just stick their arms up in the air and then like this vortex and a fireball shoots out of it and destroys Komodo. Mm-hmm. Cool. doesn't destroy <laughs> cool. Komodo. He goes through this weird uh, computer generated version of himself, which you think he's going to blow up and then it's anticlimactic and it just mm-hmm. fades away. Just fades away. Which is also shot in some low frame setting. Yeah. <sighs> And it looks really choppy. Oh my god. And it just looks freaking awful. It It, looks really bad. It does look bad. But then, so General Grillo is walking up. The ruse tell him, like, come here, you can live in peace, like it's over. Like And they're like, Okay. Yeah, you're you're (laughs) okay. It's like you've killed and ravaged in multiple villages. And it's like, you know what? Just join us. Just just come hang out. And you're like, What? Ugh. And so many issues with this ending. And then you hear from around the corner, Hello. Excuse me. <laughs> and <laughs> it's Komodo comes walking around the corner. And he's in tatters. His clothes are in tatters. He seems to have amnesia. He doesn't know all the horrors he's put people through. And mm-hmm. he just says, I'm lost. Uh, where am I? And <laughs> Help me find my home. <laughs> yeah, help me find my home. And <laughs> they're like... This is your hope. It starts raining and everybody's happy and friends. And then there's that great clip of Yun like laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Both hands are up in the air like, yes! So Yun's laughing and then they go over to Ryan real quick and your boy is talking to Ryan. Oh yeah, Yi finally talks. Yeah, Yi is talking to Ryan. And doesn't he just say like Ryan? He just says his name. No, he says something He says else. thank you. Which is hilarious, because when he does talk, it goes over to the other kangaroos, or roos, <laughs> and they're right. like, oh my god, he talked. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we were just there. <laughs> it's like, I don't know why you have to clarify a scene mm-hmm. that we already, yep. Yeah. It's a lot. So then Ryan ends up dying with a stupid look on his face, like half smile smirk type of thing. <laughs> and it just fades away into the watery vortex. So it's him standing on the opposite side of that rusty pipe now. He hasn't even walked across. Mm-hmm. And he has to make a choice. That, that spray can just in his hand. Yep. <laughs> and then we hear the let's make like Tom and Cruz line again. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like okay and then he chucks that spray can into the water and brad's just like dude that shit was like five bucks spray and then is expensive yeah. <laughs> well sometimes sometimes and then the water that originally washed ryan away breaks the pipe so brad can't get back across mm-hmm. yep and then all of his friends are like you're a piece of shit yeah <laughs> they like, just what? all of a sudden grow a conscious it's yeah. like Swim hard, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, all right. <laughs> and then it goes to Ryan is at the house. His mom tears ass into the driveway, almost goes through the garage. <laughs> goes inside, says goodnight to him. He's like, I love you, mom. She's like, 
I kind of love you too. She does not like, say it back. Of, she d- does. No, she she, say, she, she does, does, but it's like a long pause, and then she gives like this look as she's closing the door. Like that was weird. <laughs> it's kind of true <laughs> like because it's like he's been a terrible son for the last like what two days. Yeah, it's like yeah. I love well, you too. first off, sorry to go back. She's like, "How was your day?" And he says, "Virtuous." Ew. So his mom, Ryan's mom, closes the door, mm-hmm. and then Ryan goes up to his dog and is just like, "Hey, do you want to hear my story about Tao?" <laughs> and then the movie ends. Yes. But the dog is in his room when his mom closes the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then goes whimpering over to the window. That little moth chrysalis mm-hmm. that his friend Ming was telling him the story about. Cocoon. Cocoon. Okay. Um, telling him the story about mm-hmm. is sitting in the jar on his windowsill and his window's open and he unscrews the jar looks at the bottom of the lid and it says spread your wings and fly ryan which means that creepy ass guy put that in his windowsill in a little boy's room why wait did he not give that to him when he was no in the he didn't oh because after no. that yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so he was pirated on Ryan. <laughs> I know oh. where you live, you little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that Holy is crap. another, the last note of inappropriateness for this movie, but... Boundaries. <sighs> so, the Taylor, you love this movie when you're a kid. Do you still love it? On a certain level, I do. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely never taking notes while watching this movie again. <laughs> Because I think that's something that added to me just looking at everything with, you know, eyes open very clear. Mm-hmm. And yeah, next time I watch this, I, I don't want to have a clear vision of what's going on. I you just... want that kangaroo vision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want that kangaroo vision where you don't have to. <laughs> Jeez. That's the God. only thing about, like, us starting to do this is review movies that, like, okay... It's nostalgia, like it's fun, and then you're like, oh my god. Like all the shit. I've been talking up this movie for years. Mm -hmm. I've told people to watch this. (laughs) And you're like, this movie's a piece of crap. Like, it's just gonna it's gonna be very interesting in that way, Mm -hmm. but it's also gonna be like, Yeah. I don't know if I I can't wait to make people watch this. (laughs) I don't know if I told you guys, but when I was on unemployment last year. Just one of the days that I was bored. Like, we had a little bit of a excess of money. Uh-huh. Um, I decided to get one of the action figures. Oh, my God. Me, and I have it at <laughs> home. Why? Because I thought it was sweet. You spent your excess money on that? I mean, it was only like 30 bucks. You were on unemployment and you spent money on a, on a figurine, on a toy. I am stimulating the economy. I bought local. <laughs> somebody, somebody curved it. No, it was that's actually crazy. it was actually off of Amazon, so it was probably not the. Yeah, <laughs> probably that's, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Okay, I do love this movie. Yeah, I I like this movie. Next time I'm over it. at but, your house, I want to see it. I want to see that freaking okay. toy. <laughs> but I recognize that this is not the best movie ever. No, it's not. Yeah, there's a lot of things wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Creepy men. So this <laughs> like, was that's that's the big yeah. one for me. Special I was like, friends. Mm, don't like this. Kung Fu kangaroos. Kung Fu. Yeah. Kung Fu roos. I don't understand the obsession with kangaroos in the nineties. Yeah. Dunkaroos. Oh, we should have eaten dunkaroos while we. Oh, that's right. Dang. I about that. 
Well, Dunkaroos even. are freaking nasty now. Really? I mean, they there's a chance that they might have been nasty back in the day. Yeah. But I got a little pack of like the cookies and the the icing or whatever from Kroger and dude, it was it was, it was butt nasty. It was butt nasty. <laughs> it was it was like the worst icing, it was the worst cookies. I was thinking about uh during one of these tapings I'm going to stop by the dollar store and pick up a packet of uh drink aid. Nice. Go back in time. Just go back in time. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyways. Well, th- well, this was a fun episode. Yeah. Yeah. This is fun. Um, what is our next film? Which Singleman's picking? So. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you guess it. No. But I'm going to give you three hints. Okay. Okay. Diamonds, Gorillas, Tim Curry. No. Wait. <gasps> oh, it's Congo. Yes. It's Congo. I've never seen that movie all the way through. Tim Curry's in that? Yes. He's like, wow. <laughs> I need the diamonds. <laughs> Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to be watching uh, and discussing Congo coming up. In Holy 1995, shit. that movie came out. I think in my lifetime, I've seen it like 10 times. I love are you movie. serious? Yeah. I think I've oh always tried to start it and then I've never finished it. I've seen that movie once. Oh. And I didn't even remember that Tim Curry was. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't so. remember Tim Curry's in it. I just remember the main actors, the one of the doctors from uh, Nip Tuck, mm-hmm. and that, yeah. he's got these like beady blue eyes, and I was like, I just don't like your face. Yeah. Okay. But it'll be. <laughs> it'll well, be... you're gonna be watching it. Oh man. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Well, it's based off of a Michael Crichton book. Oh. Coming off of that high of Jurassic Park. <laughs> They're like, hell yeah, gorillas and lasers. <laughs> okay, so thank you for listening this week. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Damien Carter for letting us use his song Just Hanging Out mm-hmm. for our intro and outro. We'll see you guys next time. Sweet. Just hanging out, hanging out, hanging out with the family, having ourselves a party. A young boy is whisked away to the myth. Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Whisked away. Flushed. Oh, he is flushed kind of away. Yeah. Oh my gosh.